Hey guys, this is Ed, Paul, and Anna of Current Brand Media, and we are here to tell you a little bit more about our sponsor. Sportsball is a great subscription service geared towards minor league baseball fans. Each box features a different minor league team. You get a box every three months with minor league baseball gear, including different styles of hats like Ed's favorite, the dad hat. The cost is less than $12 a month. Proceeds from each box goes to More Than Baseball, the only nonprofit dedicated to the well-being of minor league baseball players. We all know that Parents' Days are coming up this summer. So if you've got a mom or a dad or a grandma or a grandpa who are particularly difficult to buy for, but you know they're baseball fans, this is the answer, guys. Meet your new favorite team at sportsballbox.com. Is there anybody there? <laughs> What's up, Deadhead Crew? Ed here. And on this special episode, I'll bring you guys Ethan Bryan. He is an author of a great book that I am actually listening to right now, A Year of Play and Catch. He's a blogger and he is an all-around fan of the Kansas City Royals, our, uh, my foe here uh, for the Guardians. But it's okay, though. I forgive him. He's a good dude. Um, we sat down and we talked about what playing catch can do for someone uh, physically and also the piece that it brings someone mentally. Uh, it was a good conversation, gives you a lot of good details, a lot of um, information as far as the advantages of playing catch. I hope you guys enjoy it. So guys, without further ado, I'll give you the episode. With me, I have Ethan Bryan, who, you know, by the way, and I, I think I told you this by text message. I am reading or listening to your book as I run, you know, in the mornings, a year of playing catch. I'm very uh, intrigued by it. It was a lot of fun so far. It's been a lot of fun. So uh, great book. I'm a fan, my friend. I am a fan. Thank you so much. Uh, so I wanted to bring you on because I really wanted to talk with you about this one topic uh, that we've been talking, you know, you and me in is the. Uh, the advantages of playing catch, not just physically, right? You know, physically, we all know that it's a good exercise. It's not a lot of impact on your body, but also on the impact of that it has on, on a person mentally, right? You know, how that can really help heal the soul, your mental uh, stability. And I really wanted to you get your, your opinions on that. Um, there's so much that can be said. Right. Um, and so, and so, I mean, I've got I literally. Have, if, if I read it straight through, I probably have about um, forty minutes of notes in front of me, <laughs> just just talking about um, the need for play and how play affects us mentally, how mm -hmm. play affects us emotionally, what it can do for a community and for bringing people together. And, and so, I, I hope that I can I can speak um, intelligently and clearly about this, but. Um, <laughs> I think that at heart, I'm a storyteller mm -hmm. and the best way I can, I can talk to this is I was nervous for this interview because I get nervous for every Anything. interview under the sun. Um, and, and so my daughter was getting ready to leave for work and I said, Hey, you got 10 minutes. Can we just step outside really fast and play catch? And, and she's like, yeah, I can do that. We, we, and so we, we went out in the backyard just 10 minutes of tossing the ball, breathing and laughing and, and being present to one another. And, and I, think I, I think I am in a good mental space to be able to, to try and talk about 
how important playing catch is um, to to our overall health. You know, so we just went uh, to St. Paul uh, in Minnesota for the dual game, right? You know, so we were the jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you worry. You, you got to be at the next one. Um, but we got to uh, at the end of the night, we were at the St. Paul Saints game. And at the end of the night, we got to play. I forget, it was got to play on the throw catch on the field, right? Like, you know, we're playing, you know, playing catch on the field. Uh, and let me tell you the, the feeling that I got from just doing that just for a couple of minutes, right? I brought my glove all the way from North Carolina. I, I brought two gloves with me, a couple of baseballs, right? Because I was ready to go. I was not going to miss this out. <laughs> but, you know, afterwards, there is this sense of just calmness. And, you know, you felt relaxed and, and just happy that you actually got to do something as simple as throwing the ball around, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, yes. Um, absolutely. As I thumb, as I thumb through notes, uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Man, I love there's, this. Just, there's so much I want to say, and I can't decide where, where to start. Okay, so um, where to start is we live in a culture that is play deprived, and it's um, it starts very young. Seventy five percent of kids under the age of twelve are not getting enough free time to play, hmm. and so we are play deprived from young. And then as we get older. We play less and less and less uh, just because of responsibilities of life, of, of everything uh, that, that presses in on us. We just think, you know, I'll, I'll get to it when I get to it, I'll get to it if I get to it. And, and because we're not making play a priority, um, it, it taxes us. Interesting. Um, so uh, so one of the one of the sections um, of research I've been focusing on is is what does play do for adults? Uh, I mean, that's who's going to be listening to this. So when, when adults play uh, physically, it strengthens your heart. It uh, boosts your lung function and it uh, lowers your chances for coronary heart disease. But the, the best part, and this is one of my favorite parts is play reduces uh, stress hormones in the brain, uh, cortisol and adrenaline. And it triggers the release of endorphins, the, the feel-good hormones, which, which, which help you to, to, to elevate your mood and kind of give you that calming sense uh, at, at the end of the day. And so basically all, all that is saying is when you play, what is happening in your brain is depression and anxiety are being set aside and are being replaced with hope and optimism. And that's, that's just the, the short part of it. And my, my favorite one, my, my advocacy for for every employer is to create times during the, the work day for employees to play together. Um, I, I think there should be catch playing rooms in, in businesses across the country because um, play increases work pro productivity and creativity in between coworkers. And so I mean, these are, I mean, they're just, there's just so much. Um, this is insanity. Like yeah, this is like, it's the simple things that we don't do. Yes, exactly. Um, it's it's good for it. It play helps ward off dementia and Alzheimer's because of what. And what's here's what I like about playing catch. I mean, play is so good for us person. But what what playing catch does 
is it is a, a crossing the midline experience. So it is using both halves of your brain at the same time because you got, you know, somebody's throwing the ball, so you're tracking it. You got proprioception, and 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 your glove is trying to figure out, well, am I going to catch it over here? Am I going to catch it over here? And so it is using your whole body to track it. And then when you're when you're when you're throwing it back, your brain is doing the same thing. And so as as your brain is doing all this work just to coordinate the physical experience of playing catch with a partner, what happens is your prefrontal cortex, that that part of your brain that makes decisions and is in, in charge of your upper level emotions, it takes a breath and it relaxes a little bit. And so what happens when you're when you're physically playing catch with someone, your brain is so involved that your shields come down and you extend trust and vulnerability to the other person. And, and it is a shared moment. Um, and it's so powerful. And, and while I could talk about it, when you get to experience it, is a whole other thing. And I just want to um, to tell all listeners that I apologize that for some reason, all of my pets have decided to come and sit at my feet. <laughs> <Of> <laughs> if they want to, so I've got a cat on my left foot and a dog on my right foot. So they, they wanted to make their presence. Absolutely. Known. This is great. So, you know, and, 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 and I... Um, you're you're telling you're giving me this information 75 percent you know like that's yes that's a huge number and oh and for kids um you know it, it all comes it, it comes down to school and actually there's some really uh there's some scary statistics for for kids uh the 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 increase of, of depression and a kid uh, and anxiety in kids and um suicide uh give me what 30 less than that and i can um, I, I, this is, let's see if I can find it. Uh, okay. Um, in the, in the past 30 years, five to eight times as many kids suffer from major depression and forms of, of clinical anxiety disorders, as was true in the early seventies and late sixties. Um, over the same period of time, we've seen among teenagers, a doubling of the suicide rate. Um, and then under uh, of kids under 15, a quadrupling of the suicide rate, as, as well as a rise in narcissism and a decline in empathy. And, and that's just the, the narcissism and the empathy makes sense. Um, that, that's, that's what play teaches us. Uh, play is supposed to teach us how to solve problems. Play is supposed to teach us how to experience joy. Uh, how to get along with others, how to cooperate. One of the most important things of play is, is it teaches empathy as to how to put yourself in another person's shoes uh, and, and feel what they're feeling. And, and I think that's what's, what's so good about playing catch in, in specific is because when I play catch with whoever it is, almost, almost always I will give them the ball first. Mm-hmm. Just so I'll let them throw the ball to me. And just so, so my eyes can, can see, how comfortable are they throwing the ball? Interesting. And then okay. my first throw back to them is I'm, I'm going to do everything I can to throw it soft and to throw it right at their glove side. I want to, I want to throw it away from their torso, yeah, away yeah. from their face, put it on a shoulder and just, I'm, I'm literally trying to lob the ball into their glove just to see how comfortable they are catching. And, and, and it's just more kind of that intuitive feeling part mm-hmm. of the thing. And, and, and then just depending on their comfort level, it is will depend on how far we get apart, how hard we throw, um, and it's just it's just part of that 
putting myself in their shoes so that the experience it's not to blow out our arm and see how hard we can throw mm-hmm. the, the whole point of playing catch together is to get away from all these digital distractions that we have <laughs> to ground us in the moment. Um, and I think, gosh, I could keep talking forever. One of the most Go important things that, um, that playing catch has taught me that my year playing catch has taught me that, that 40 years of, of just being passionate and being intentional and purposeful about carrying gloves and meeting people to play catch is um, it's teaching me to pay attention because everything about our culture is trying to distract us. Uh, our phones and our technology has, has literally rewired our brains. Mm-hmm. And if we go longer than 30 seconds without getting a like or without getting a notification or, or a text, then our brain starts to become anxious and it, and it seeks that, that dopamine hit and, 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 and wants to do something. I need to do, I need to do something. Well, what playing cat and, and um, there's a psychologist, his name is Kurt Thompson. And what he says is in order to, to rewire our brains away from that, it takes great intentional effort in activities that ground us in the moment which is exactly what playing catch, playing catch is. is. Yeah. It's a, it's an activity because if you get distracted playing catch, you're going to wind up with the bloody nose. Right. You're going to bloody nose, black eye, something you're going to hurt yeah, exactly. yourself because you're not paying attention to what's actually happening in the moment. Yeah. So you got to be in the moment. Right. And, and you're so right about that. Right. Because you're right. Listen, and I'm also guilty of this. I'm not even going to you know pretend that I'm not. Right. We yeah, all are. right. We all are guilty of like, you know, I have my phone on me all the time. You know, I'm always checking my Twitter account and I'm checking all of this yeah. and all of that. And, and my wife has told me this and, and, you know, and it sucks because, you know what I mean? I have a three-year-old daughter, right? And like, it's like, Hey, I need you to be here in the moment. Right. I get it that you have your, you know, your, your brand and all that, but I need you here with me. Right. And, and, and it takes all of us to really do, you know, intentional, be intentional about being in the moment. And what a better play than, you know, what just play back, uh, play catch. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and especially with your young ones, uh, uh, my so the daughter I played catch with today was my older one. Mm-hmm. My younger one uh, is an artist. She just makes incredible, incredible art. And, and sometimes when she's in the middle of an, an intense project, um, she just needs to, to step away from it just so she can get perspective and figure out what she's doing. She just completed the picture. I'll, I'll, uh, when we get done, I'll go get a picture of it. I'll send it to you. She did a, um, it is a, it's a painting uh, that she took from, from a photo of looking out a car window on a rainy night. And so the, the focus is on the raindrops that are on the window and then you see all the lights are behind. It's amazing. I'll send you the picture. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Anyway, she went outside. Uh, this was probably, I don't know, three, two, three, four nights ago or whatever. And she just went outside just to, to get away from it. She put down her phone. She put down all her painting supplies just to, to go outside and breathe. And so we went outside, sat in our patio, and uh, the dog's ball was there. And so we just, we're probably 15 feet apart. Mm-hmm. And we just started rolling it back and forth and we started balancing it back and forth. And, and then, you know, then you lob it all the way to each other. Then you try and guess how many bounces will it take for me to get it all the way to, and, you know, just these simple little games that you would play with any toddler. We're, I mean, she's uh, 17, she's almost 18 now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're playing, uh, sitting down on the, 
patio on 110 degree night or whatever it was. And, and she said something along these lines out. It's a horrible misquote. We were probably out there 15 minutes and, and she just said something like, yep, playing catch is just so good. <laughs> I was like, yes, thank you. Yes. I got <laughs> did it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Like, and again, it's something that we just don't think about. Right. And, and then people think it was like, you know, obviously we're, I'm very heavily involved in baseball, right? You know, that's my sport and all that. But people think that like, you know, playing catch is just has to do with just baseball only, which is not the case, right? Grab a football, a Frisbee, a basketball, right? Throw whatever it is that you want, a tennis ball, racquetball. As long as you're, you know, you are, you're doing the activity, you're throwing it back and forth and it doesn't have to be one and one, one on one, right? It is being in the moment and having that enjoyment that you get out of that because it just brings us back to when we were kids and it's like yeah. pure magic, pure magic. Yeah. Uh, uh, George Bernard Shaw. We, uh, we don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing. Yes. And it, it is so, it, it's just, it is so good um, for, for all of us. And, and what's, what's really neat, uh, you know, as a writer, as a storyteller, you know, you know sometimes I'll, I'll get, I'll get stuck in words and stuck in sentences and, and not be able to try and figure out the best way to say something. So, mm-hmm. and, and so you, you go outside and play catch. Now you're grounded in this moment and you, you your brain is just, it, it cannot, it cannot control, uh, it can't focus on everything. And so this creative side of you is allowed space to breathe. And, and um, one of the, one of the neat things that play does, one of the things, neat things that playing catch does is it helps you get in this state of flow where you don't want to stop. And that's where creativity really kicks in. Mm -hmm. And I cannot tell you how many times after 15, 20 minutes of playing catch, I come back inside, I sit at my computer and it's just, it is just, it's almost like somebody turned it on in Technicolor and I'm like, I can't write fast enough to get these thoughts down and and captured it. And it's just, it's just, it's ready for me. I just, your brain needed a chance to, to, to relax and, and to, to tap into it and get away from all electronics. That's the key, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, the key is so, and, and listen, don't get me wrong. We're not, I'm not telling you that, you know, your phones is bad. I'm not telling you any of that, right? Listen, I'm, I'm just as guilty as everybody else. We use it. I, I use it all the time, but there's times where you just got to say, all right, let's just sit outside or let's just do something other than and being on our phones and being on our tablets, because, you know, as a society, we are feeling at that right now. You know, and if we just start, you know, you know, like you said, with this movement of just trying to get kids starting with while they're young to get them to play catch. You know, we we might just have a chance of, you know, improving things. It's a fantastic form of of connecting and therapy Um, when when we don't get enough time to play. uh, Depression rises. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are more susceptible to addictions and to unhealthy coping mechanisms, we are easily angered and more aggressive, and uh, our relationships uh, are, are shallow. And, and one mm. of the things that, that playing playing does is, it, uh, you know, along with empathy, it teaches cooperation, but it also uh, fosters communication, healthy communication patterns. You develop uh, just this 
this core sense uh, of uh, resiliency to, to learn how to overcome obstacles, uh, good good stress management skills, and, and a way of, of, of um, overcoming addictions and compulsion. We just need to play. Uh, one of the one of my favorite play uh, therapists, his name is Dr. Peter Gray. Um, he was doing this this really long form interview, and the guy asked him, "So, how often do you need to play?" And, they, and Dr. Gray just sits there and says. How often? Every day. <laughs> yeah, every day. We, we, every get, day. we have so much crap that we do instead that we can just take maybe 10, 15 minutes, you know, yeah. out of our day to say, let's just, you let's know, just decompress play. and just go and play. Let's just go outside yes. and play. Yes, agreed. That's- Right. And you would think that, you know, this is like some some rocket science, but it's not. <laughs> exactly. It's not. Um, and we make it so no. difficult on ourselves. Oh, uh, another thing is completely it's related and unrelated. Um, before the pandemic, it was it was on the rise since the pandemic. It's been just shooting up is uh, along with being in a culture that is play deprived. Mm-hmm. We're in a culture of loneliness. Um, yeah. Yeah. And. The, uh, I found some of the statistics that more than a third of all Americans feel serious loneliness. Loneliness increases your risk of death by 26%. Uh, loneliness is worse for your health than smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Uh, yeah. Um, and loneliness puts you at a greater risk of cognitive decline and, uh, and dementia. And, and the, most, the loneliest um, generation right now is uh, Gen Z and millennials, more than 70%, oh, actually close to 80% of both say that they experience loneliness regularly. And these are our, our digital, our highly digital, you know, all things uh, generations. And, and then there's this other guy, uh, he's actually a New York Times columnist. He said that we are living in, uh, in, in America, that interpersonal trust is in catastrophic decline. That, that we are being pulled away. We, our loneliness is pulling us away. We've forgotten how to trust others. And um, he actually has a quote. Let's see if I find it really fast. Um, trust can be rebuilt through the accumulation of small heroic acts by extending an outrageous gesture of vulnerability and offering faith um, in other people. And he goes on to say, and what it, it sounds like he was saying is, Go invite somebody to play with you. And I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, act is is what will rebuild trust in, in our in our and and will help bring people together. I mean, I mean, my favorite quote now for years: baseball brings people together. In a culture of loneliness, baseball brings people together. How is it so? How is it so possible that we are so connected right now, and yet we are so not connected at all like we're so yeah. uh, lonely listen i work from home and, and i did this for a reason right i mean it, I, it was a choice that i did however i i take time to call my friends my family and all that um but it, i can see where someone of a and in, in, in a manner of saying that like you know i work from home i don't have a choice this is what i do i spent 24 7 in my house <sighs> without any interaction with the world and that's crazy. You, just, you can just feel that weight. 
mean, that's, I mean, the, the thing that I've, playing catch is, is like life is that it's an adventure that's supposed to be shared and, and it's better because, um, gosh, yeah. I, I got to play, I got to meet a, a friend for catch just earlier this week. And I asked him, I said, Hey, when was the last time you threw a ball? He said, do you want me to be honest? I said, absolutely. He said it was last year when I played catch with you. <laughs> I said, well, wow. come on. Uh, any, anytime you need somebody, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm willing. Now he, he works in, he, his work hours are very odd. So our schedules are not uh, mm-hmm. readily compatible. We would, ha- we, we would have to work at, but I, I expressed to him that I'm willing that I think this is, this is good and healthy. Interesting. Interesting. I like that. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's, you know, we work different hours. We all work crazy things, you know, but I, I think you're right. I think there has to be a, a sense of, finding the the time right and we can let's be honest yeah you know a lot of us are just we're just lazy about it you know it's like oh, i'll do it tomorrow and that's not a big deal I, i'll get i'll get to it tomorrow and then tomorrow comes and then what do we do we keep pushing yeah. it and pushing it and pushing it and pushing it until it's no longer there you know yeah and that, that, that was one of the things that i i lucked into was the this year of playing catch experiment mm-hmm. so in order to do it I, I woke up knowing I have to play catch this day. I said at some point in this 24 hour period, I have to play catch. And, and uh, my wife is a school teacher. And one of my jobs was I'd drive my daughters to school. It's just, it's just how it's worked for the last 10 years. Yeah. And, and um, there were so many days I'd drive them to school. And I'm like, Hey dad, who you can play catch with today? And I was, uh, I don't know, but I can tell you when I pick you up from school. <laughs> and, and so it, it was it was a a priority it, it was something that that wasn't i'll get to it when i get to it. it it was an intentional effort but i think that that effort is is what um, to to this day i'm i think i'm still reaping benefits of it of, of being able to to pay attention more intensely and for longer periods of time, just because I spent 366 days throwing a ball with friends mm-hmm. and family and strangers here and I, there and everywhere. I was just going to ask you about that, you know, uh, from personal experience, right? Because you experienced this, you did this, right? You were very, you know, purposeful about doing uh, this very activity that we are talking about, you know, how, you know, in, in, in your own, you know, experience, how did that uh, affect you? overall the the part that i don't i i i allude to a little bit in the very beginning mm-hmm. um i mean it was all kicked off because my my artist daughter gave me a gave me a ball for christmas yep, yep. and so on january 1st 2018 her ball is sitting on my writing desk and i, I have this this feeling this self-imposed feeling that well i'm a writer i need to be writing something and and I was working on, I was actually working on two different projects, but I didn't need to really be doing anything on either one at the time. And um, I, I was honestly probably just right, my one foot in the door, I, I just really being depressed. Mm-hmm. I and mean, I had that weightiness and, and just that, that uh, blah melancholy around me. 
And so it was, it was just whimsical that I, I yelled out to her. I said, do you want to go play catch? I see her ball. And it's because this ball is on my desk. It says, dad, want to play. I yelled out to her. It was one degree that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was so cold and <laughs> yeah. stung so much. And, you know, I'm, I'm crying and snot's rolling down. It's just so cold. <laughs> right. It um, was that cold. Yes. And, and then, and then my, I had some, I actually had some, uh, leather gloves that were issued given to me from a friend that were naval issue leather gloves mm-hmm. but i couldn't get i couldn't get the my my baseball glove mm-hmm. my baseball mitt over those gloves. so i had to take them on so my hands are just feeling the and it was, it was it was great and so what i got to experience personally is how play affects depression and and what the, the the interesting part of the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey would say, four years later is uh, if I go longer than a week playing catch, I miss it. I mean, I, I, I crave, I crave that, that in, intentional interaction with someone else. And um, I'm, I'm grateful this summer that both daughters are home. <laughs> I'm like, Hey, can can we go play it be just and, 10 minutes? I promise it'll be just and, and 90% of the time they'll say yes. And now they're both, this is their first summer of, uh, no, I guess it's actually their second summer of working quote real jobs. Yes. And, and, and so, so, so you just got to catch them. With the, you got to know when to, to, to ask it to increase your, your, your chance chances. Of yeah. Yeah. I, sure. I, I, I love that so much. Right. Because now as a father, I look forward to those times where my daughter wants to play with me and I'm, you know, we're playing and, you know, we kick the ball around or, you know, she, she has this little glove that I bought her with a little Velcro ball and we try (laughs) to throw it and catch it. Right. It's just like what people don't understand, or they may not really realize it. And when you look at yourself, you know, retrospective, like, you know, even if someone is filming you, you got to look at your face, right? Because, as you're playing catch, something crazy happens to your face. And it's, you know, a lot of people don't understand it. It's like this big, huge grin that you have, <laughs> right? Like your, your whole, all of your muscles in your face will start to hurt afterwards because you're smiling that much. And that's a good thing. The uh, unused muscles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The unused muscles that, like you said, because there's so much, going on in the world like you know we're so ingrained to like these negativity and fight with people and you know are just because we have differences we already hate each other because you know whatever yeah like it doesn't have to be anything pick whatever it is right and there's such a toxic world right now that by doing the simple things that we can help remove some of that you know And, and and i think we need to get back to the simple things like playing catch or, you know, listen, guys, I, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but even go out for a walk. If you have to do something as simple, go out for a walk, but don't, you know, put your phone in your pocket, right? Don't put your headphones on and just enjoy what's outside. Because let me tell you, it'll make a world of difference. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. When there's an early review of the book um, shortly after it published and a, a very um, popular reviewer. And he, he, he wasn't very favorable. Mm -hmm. Um, He said that he has grown tired 
of this kind of genre of writing where somebody goes and does something for a year and then writes about it. And he, uh, he, uh, he called it, I can't remember, something like stunt journalism or something like that. And he, he, he missed the point that I, I didn't plan this. This was, this just happened. I, mm-hmm. I did not plan to play catch for you. It just, it was, it was a, an invitation that was, that my daughters challenged me, encouraged me on. Um, and so after reading the review and, you know, I went, got Dr. Pepper and kind of consoled my soul. Uh, I reached out to him and I said, Hey, thanks for reading the book. When would you like to meet for a game of catch? And he replied to me, he says, you know, that sounds like a lot of fun. And I was like, boom, proved my point. I don't care if you like the book. The activity is what's yep. good for us. That's and that's that's amazing, right? Because listen, it's easier to be negative. It's a whole lot easier yeah. to be to write something right and be negative about it than it is to say, you know what? I'm not personally. I'm this is not my kind of genre or whatever, but I appreciate it for what it is. And it's that's hard for a lot of people to do. That's hard. And it's okay. We just gotta we just gotta be the people that say, no, listen, I get it. Don't like it. That's perfectly fine. Do you still want to play catch? <laughs> exactly. Come on. What that's what I want to know. Do you still want to play catch? And, I, and that's all I care about right now. <laughs> I'll bring the gloves and the ball. <laughs> Wherever you want to meet. I'll I'll go. Let's do this. Uh, exactly. Either- Thank you so much for doing this. This has been um, this has been great for for so many reasons, right? You know, just to really shine a light of on what um, we should be doing as as people, as you know, humans. Just that we need to just just disconnect for a little bit and just enjoy life, and just by a simple activity that it is playing catch. Okay, so you and me, yep. we're going to meet for a game of catch. Agreed. And we're going to go to any stadium that you want to go to, mm-hmm. and you can invite any major league player, past or present, to join us. Where are we going to go, and who's going to join us? Ooh, ooh, this is good. I like this. Um, okay, you know, uh, I'm here in North Carolina, uh, so and then you are in Missouri, correct? Mm-hmm. So it has to be somewhere. You know, I say somewhere. Ah, it can go anywhere. <laughs> anywhere oh i like this i got i don't know this is good i can't i can't it, honestly i don't know if i would invite a player you know it is the rules you have to okay all right i you know who it is that i would like to invite actually uh i i met him many 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 years ago when my first go around in college sandy alomar Oh, I met oh, him. That'd be fun. Right. And, and now he's, our, you know, now he's a first base coach for the Guardians. Right. Um, and I would like to, you know, go back and, you know, and meet him again, you know, many years later and say, hey, listen, I met you. And then you actually, you know, I looked up there because I wanted to play catcher. Obviously, my <sighs> knees didn't, you know. <laughs> last that long but and i wasn't that good uh but i would like to uh, you know play with him um and i don't know if i would do a major league ballpark um i would like to do it at a rate just just regular park right anywhere oh man i gotta see uh this is difficult you threw this on me i like this 
<laughs> you know, I'm usually the ones doing the questioning here. And then, you know, now you throw this back at it's, me. It's such a good question. It's it just really, fun. It is. Um, you know, I would like to play catch in at the at the progressive field and see how that works out. Now, you know that Cleveland's general manager is a huge, huge catch playing advocate, don't you? Uh, uh, Mike, Mike Chernoff. Uh, oh, Mike Chernoff. Really? Yeah. He oh, we and get his dad meet for a game of catch every month and they have been doing it. I want to say uh, they started it when he was in college. So. 20, 20 plus years now. Wow. Every month they meet to play catch. I think we should make this happen. I think this, this needs to happen now. Okay. Oh, yeah. Let's work on this. Let's do it. Half gloves will travel. Yeah. I'll, I'll go back up there. It's an easy drive for me. How far is it? Uh, it's about eight, nine hours for me. Right. So easy drive. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I have to leave super early in the morning uh, in order to do it. But yeah. Or just fly up there, which is a whole lot easier. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, uh, again, Ethan, thank you so much. We'll make this happen. We'll play catch because I definitely want to play catch. Yes. Uh, and I got, I'm getting my my old gloves worked on. So, you know, I might just bring Fantastic. those. Fantastic. So, I've got I, the glove I used today with my daughter was my 1940s one. It's always right by me. Love it. Love it. So, we got to do that, my friend. Thank you so much. Where can people find you on social media? Uh, it's ethanbryan.com is a blog that I write mm-hmm. on every now and then. And then I'm pretty active on Twitter. Yep. Um, most of the time uh, I'm expressing my frustration with how bad the Royals are playing. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> so Welcome. Welcome. We embrace you know, everybody. I, it's still, it's, um, I think the rule that I was told was if you've won the World Series in the last 10 years, you can't complain. So, okay, we've won the World Series in the last, I can't come I, 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 I Listen, the Guardians are doing pretty good for such a young team right now. They're, they're a scrappy yeah. team, so I, I'll, I will be they the first one. They are intense. To, I'll be the first one to admit, I'm, and I'll, I'll say this out loud. So far, right, because the season's not done, I've been very surprised by them. They are one heck of a scrappy team. I'll, yep. I'll say that. Steve Kwan, Absolutely. love the way he plays, right? I just, I love that. So good for them. Bad, bad <laughs> name, horrible logo, but love the team. <laughs> Still, I will support them no matter what. <laughs> so uh, thank you so much. And then I'll, I'll make sure to put everything on the, uh, on the notes so that way people can go ahead and uh, reach out oh, to you, my friend. Fantastic. Thank you. My pleasure. I hope you guys enjoy that episode with Ethan. Uh, I, I had a lot of fun. I am very motivated to go outside and play catch. I've already told my wife, you better get ready because we're playing catch. Um, so here's what I want you guys to do. Okay, one, make sure you guys are following him on Twitter. I, uh, I put everything on the notes. Two, get his book. It is really good. I promise you that. And then three, uh, go outside and play catch. That's it, guys. I think that, you know, we can all just drop our phones for a little bit of time uh, throughout the day just to go and grab our gloves and play catch. That's all we have to do. Um, That way uh, we're all refreshed when we get back into our normal uh, routine. All right. Now, a couple of things before I go, as far as the podcast is concerned, make sure you guys are subscribed, give it five stars, and then always make sure that you support the minor leagues. See ya. Thank you.
This podcast is part of the Curved Brim Media Network. Here are some of the other members of Curved Brim Media. Hi, this is Ed Rivera of the Data Chronicles. Join me as I interview people just like you and players, coaches, GMs on the path that led you to become a fan of the sport. I'm Paul Caputo, and on the Baseball by Design podcast, I talk to minor league baseball teams, designers, and other super interesting people about what these minor league baseball logos mean. And I talk a little bit about ice cream helmets. What's up, Bucketheads? I'm Anna DiTomaso, and each week on the Baseball Bucket List podcast, I speak with a different fan about their favorite baseball memories, what the game means to them, and what's left to check off on their baseball bucket list. Hey guys, this is Patrick Larson from the Minor League Baseball Hat History Series, and in every episode, I go through the history of minor league teams through my personal collection of hats. You can find me on Twitter at at PatLarson1. I hope you guys enjoy. This is Patrick and Corey of BaseballMapper.com, and we have made an interactive map to help highlight all baseball teams from the majors down to collegiate summer leagues. We want to bring you closer to baseball. So get on the site and find a team near you today. Learn more about Curve Brand Media at curvebrandmedia.com.